This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the long saga now of Punky the dog. Punky is a four-year-old Australian cattle dog. Punky bit somebody at a dog park. He was subsequently locked up at an East Vancouver animal shelter where he has remained for the last two years. His owner is trying to get him back. She has a lawyer on the case. Let's talk to them now. Susan Santix is the owner of Punky. Susan, thank you for coming in. Well, thank you for your interest. You bet. Also in the studio is Susan's lawyer, Victoria Schroff. She is an expert in animal law. Victoria, thank you for being here. Pleasure. Okay, Susan, let me go to you first. Tell me about your dog. How, how do, where did you get Punky from? I say I rescued him and at a very young age, seven weeks, and I've sort of helped them out, bringing them water and stuff. And um, they, I could tell they were, like, you know, not looking after him very well. Um, they were drinking, and by the end of the day, they were kind of falling over. And oh. and I... Okay. That's why I say I rescued them. From, okay. From tell, them. Me, tell me about the day that Punky bit somebody at the dog park. What happened? Well, we were... Nobody was at the park when I first got there. It was Locano Park, and um, it was a very hot day, so we were sort of in the middle of the park in the off-leash dog area, and um, there's a huge tree where we were, so we're in the shade. And I was throwing a frisbee for him, and this um, about half half an hour through, while we were being there, this woman walked across the park, and she sat in the area at the edge of the park where we usually play when it's not so hot. And she laid down and was talking on her phone. She was getting up and down and taking pictures of herself and okay. at that point I thought yes I should we should leave because Punky is reactive to other people at times and I keep him on a long leash when I exercise him with the frisbee I, how, how bad was how bad was the bite um, it was bit she was bit below the knee from what I could see the tear was like half a centimeter below her knee and there was a a slight puncture wound behind the knee uh, and a slight puncture wound on one palm but not on the back of her hand so he couldn't have grabbed the hand and there were no stitches were applied interject for a moment yeah let's go to victoria yeah go ahead susan is actually a retired or nurse's aide so she's able to analyze um what the wounds may or may not have incurred there was no medical evidence at all tendered by any expert at trial. So um, Susan stayed on the scene and she did what she thought was absolutely necessary. Um, and so this is not a case of an irresponsible owner. Okay, okay. Victoria, let me continue with you on this sort of what happened with the case here. Now, yeah. Punky was ordered to be euthanized, is that correct? That is correct. Who made that order? So that was the provincial court judge who made that order. But at that time, Susan was unrepresented at trial. And uh, so the the factual and evidentiary matrix went in um, on the record um, in a fairly unfavorable way for Susan um, being up against a seasoned prosecutor. Okay. Is that typical that if a dog bites somebody that it's ordered to be put down? Is that 
normal? No, um, it's not. There's no such thing as quite normal. I think what happens is usually the Crown has to adduce evidence to say um, exactly what happened through an expert um, to indicate whether or not the dog is rehabilitatable. And the the Crown, uh, the City of Vancouver Crown, did not lead evidence in that direction. And we we found that very strange because it's it's extremely easy to say a dog is dangerous, but then you ha- also have to say how did they get there? Uh, what was the level of dangerousness, so to speak? And is there a potential f- or scope for rehabilitation? Okay, and where is Punky now? Punky has been incarcerated. We say it's like he's basically been warehoused in the city pound or the dog jail. And he's been there for two years? Just about. Susan, you want him back? Is that what you want? Oh, yes. I do want him back. Okay, tell me about you're allowed to see him once a week, I understand? Yes, once a week for half an hour. And I'm not allowed in his small kennel. I have to reach my hand through the gate and train him that way through the sort of side of the gate. What are you trying to train him to do? Oh, to train him to look at me, to to um, focus on me, and to... I, I put treats in and tell him to leave it, so I'm training... If you, if you get him back, would you be willing to put a muzzle on him when he goes outside? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. She's, okay. she's been working with a trainer, actually, and practicing on her neighbor's dogs to see what she can do about Punky. But you have to understand, he's he's in a concrete holding cell, and uh, he doesn't have human companionship or get to feel the grass underneath his feet and so forth. So it's been, it's been really hard on both Susan and Punky to be okay. separated. Susan, this has been such a long saga. Uh, I'm wondering... Um What's this been like for you personally? You're obviously very committed to your dog and you want your dog back. Well, why do you keep going? How, this, mu- this must cost you a lot of time and, and money here to keep fighting for Punky. Why do you do that? Yes, and energy and yeah. sleepless nights. Yes, because he is a beautiful dog. He's a very loving dog to people he knows and very intelligent. And he's my family. He's I've had him since seven weeks old and... He's a beautiful dog, and that's why I've been, over a year and a half, I've been taking training every Saturday, sometimes three hours, three hours every Saturday to try and get him back and work on myself as well as him because I know a lot lot depends on the owner. They can sense your emotions, so you have to be calm with them, and you have to show them you're in control. Okay, back to your lawyer, Victoria Schroffer. Victoria, where does this go now legally? What's next? So we have had a hearing in the B.C. Court of Appeal on May 22nd. The uh, panel of three judges have reserved their judgment. What's unusual about this case is that so-called dangerous dog cases uh, do not usually ever go to the highest court in B.C. as they have done in this case. What are you back in court? I don't know yet. Uh, you are not told uh, when a decision is reserved generally, uh, so it will be up to the, the judges to let us know when their uh, decision has been reached. you ever seen a case like this with an owner fighting to get her dog back for two years? Uh, no, this is very unusual. This whole case has been unusual, and as I say, I have never had in my 20 years of being an animal law lawyer a case in the Court of Appeal for an animal. Okay, uh, Susan, is Punky a dangerous dog? In your mind? He has issues, and I am addressing that. He is a reactive and fearful dog. 
and it is fixable. It is he is able to learn. He just didn't have a chance. I didn't realize the significance of using treats when training, and now I do. I see because of their excellent sense of smell and. What's he? What, how's Punky doing in that shelter? Well, I can tell he's getting more and more stressed every day. There, there's a lot of loud barking dogs there now with him. When he first went in, there weren't too many dogs there. But now there's quite a few loud, crying dogs. And the last time I went to see him, he started circling more. When the dogs got louder, he just started circling like, you know, it's it's too stressful. It's too hard on him. Victoria, what's what's the potential outcome here? I mean, if, you're, if your own legal case... Uh, is not successful would punky still facing euthanization yeah. yes he he could be facing that absolutely um okay. the there's only one more court level to go to and that's the supreme court of canada in ottawa oh, wow so um and i don't believe any case for a dangerous dog case uh, like this has ever gone forward uh you know what we're looking at here is saying if you are going to put a dog behind bars, why don't we also work on the rehab potential and, and really focus on that rather than just warehousing animals? What would you say? I just got a minute left here, Victoria. What would you say to people listening thinking like, well, look, if a dog bites someone, that's a dangerous dog and the dog should be put down. What would you say to that? It all depends on the bite and the circumstances do vary. I mean, if your family dog bit you, do you think that dog should be put down? Of course not. Um, you know, this was in an off-leash park, I want to point out, and I, and the fact that Susan took full responsibility, she complied with the authorities. I think that you have to really analyze a nip from a bite and have an expert weigh in. I would say a veterinary medical expert would be the first step to see, was this dog stressed? Could they be helped by medication and so forth, rather than sure. just saying, let's lock them up? Okay, Susan, last question to you. Do you think you'll get Punky back? Yes, I do believe I will get him back. Okay. Well, you certainly, <laughs> you're certainly fighting the long, the long game here. So we continue to follow it with great interest. Thank you to both of you for coming in. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much. All right. That was my uh, interview with Susan Santix. She's the owner of Punky the Dog, Victoria Schroff, her lawyer. I guess what I find extraordinary about that is that you got a, a case around a dog, like a dog bites a human, and it goes all the way to the bc court of appeal i mean this is like the highest court in british columbia over over a dog and and then you heard the lawyer there say maybe she would take it to the supreme court of canada now i'm imagining the supreme court of canada would not hear a case like that but i i find that amazing that a case over over a dog goes all the way to the highest court in in british columbia now we did reach out to the city of Vancouver to get their side of this and some of the points that were raised there in that interview. We spoke to Catherine Holm. She is the chief license inspector for the city of Vancouver. She got back to us. Now, here's what she says, and specifically addressing a point here about you heard uh, Susan Santix say that uh, it was very it's very loud in the dog pound there where her dog Punky is, and she responds to that point specifically here. Have a listen. I mean, as you could imagine, if there are many dogs in a in a space and one starts barking, they um, they can become loud. Um, but in general, no. Um, when I've been in there, it's not generally loud. Again, unless um, dogs start barking, and then it'll be loud in whatever environment you're in. 
So we do everything possible to make sure that the dogs in our custody, uh, and again, it's usually just for a short period of time, but regardless that they have a very uh, comfortable environment to be in, indoor space for them to uh, stay uh, most of the day during and the evening. Um, however, they are outside three times a day uh, running in uh, our quite large yards. Um, they're fed, they're played with, um, and they're cared for uh, by our shelter staff. At the animal shelter, we will uh, bring dogs uh, into the shelter if there's been an incident, um, which there was uh, with Punky uh, some time ago. Um, the process has been um, ongoing because the owner has uh, exercised the decision to to appeal the decisions, um, and as a result, um, the dog has remained in our custody during this time uh, while that process plays out. This is not a typical case um, where uh, the dog is with us for such an extended period of time. All right, that's Catherine Holm from the city of Vancouver talking about the saga of Punky the dog.